This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Season 2, Episode 7 of the Golden V Podcast. Recording Tuesday, November 1st, a little after 7pm. And the Vancouver Canucks are currently playing the New Jersey Devils. But today's podcast is a little different. Uh, It's already one nothing for the Devils, too. Uh, Okay, so what I did a couple of weeks ago in promoting the podcast was I reached out to someone who on Twitter shared their participating in the Canucks Pro-Am. Uh, and it's basically a, um, or it is a tournament, um, basically for wrecking corporate teams. And it's all proceeds all benefit the Canucks Autism Network. And so my daughter has been participating in Canucks Autism Network activities probably for three years at least. Uh, Canucks Autism Network has been around longer than that. But what I've done is reached out to Aaron Craven, who runs Mitch and Murray Productions, but also has... Um, some workshops that focus on working with kids who are neurodiverse. And I'm going to drop the name in here. Um, and then, and I'm going to play the interview, uh, with Aaron. And, and what we're going to do is you're going to get to hear the whole interview, which I actually did as a live stream. Um, but I'm going to do it as a, um, as a podcast format this time. So you can listen to the interview with Aaron. And basically what it is, I'm going to run through, uh, all the questions I asked Aaron and you'll hear the live broadcast. So sit tight, and here's the broadcast. All right, here we go. We're back. Uh, a few technical glitches here, guys. Uh, we've got Aaron Craven back with us. Um, we're talking today on the Golden V podcast about uh, the Canucks Pro-Am tournament, and I reached out to Aaron uh, through Twitter. Uh, we had a few technical glitches getting started, but we're good. Uh, so welcome back, Aaron. Um, why don't you start by telling me a little bit about uh, Mitch and Murray Productions, Um and then we're going to talk a little bit more about um, your involvement in the tournament, but also um, the acting atypical workshop. Yeah. So um, I'm a professional actor. I've been an actor for 20 years and I founded a theater company in Vancouver called Mitch and Murray Productions about 10 years ago. And for the last, uh, for the first decade, we were sort of just solely focused on producing plays and over the pandemic, we started to kind of rethink like maybe we could offer things in the community or do educational programming. Um, and right. it, it started, I started to hear more and more about how there were not a lot of opportunities for, for kids and young adults on the autism spectrum to explore the performing arts. So I thought, well, maybe we should try hosting like a one day kind of Q and a workshop with maybe a couple right. of exercises. They can talk to a professional actor. I can tell them all about the film and theater industries and we held one uh, and uh, Reach Child and Youth Development Society collaborated with us and we held right. it at their facility in June. It was unbelievable. Like it was a full room of, um, of teens and I didn't quite know how they'd react. We, I was supported with a couple of behavioral therapists in the room, but oh, awesome. they were so locked in and engaged um, and had so much fun in the workshop. And all of the feedback we got was, can you please do this again? We need more opportunities like this. So. Wow. This year, we're going to do a few more of those workshops. And um, 
the, the, the key thing is unlike a professional acting class, it's really just offering an entry point or like a safe place where maybe a 15 year old who's on the spectrum who feels a little intimidated by a high school drama class can right. come to this place knowing that all of his or her peers are in the room with him and, and it's a safe place. And maybe they've right. seen a little bit of video footage of the original workshop and they feel like it's a safe place to right. comment questions. So it was so great. And I think they walked away with a sense that, you know, if it wasn't acting, that there are many disciplines in the film industry and in the performing arts that uh, right. are available for people on the spectrum. I, I've worked with lots of people on the spectrum, film editors and um, directors. Uh, uh, there's, there's a place for them. And I think they just need a voice from the, from our industry to, to let them know it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important. I mean, I, I, um, my daughter received an autism diagnosis spring of 2019. Um, and so we've been navigating the whole thing with it, um, since then. Um, yeah. and so I'm just dropping some stuff here in the chat or so, so people can see about acting typical. I mean, I've been looking at your Twitter account. I've looked at your, your, um, website as well to try and get some, you know, some info and research on what you guys are doing. Um, and so, I'm just going to drop some more stuff as we chat. Um, but I was wondering about how then you got connected first with the Connects Autism Network. I mean, it makes sense why. Um, yeah. And then how did that lead into the program? Because you, you've kind of taken it a bunch more steps, right? And you've, you've connected with that organization. And my daughter's done lots of stuff through the, through Ken. We were there in the summer um, at, at uh, Britannia for a sports camp kind yeah. of week. So talk a little bit about how you connected with Connects Autism Network and then how that leads into the tournament. Yeah, I mean, I have autism in my family as well. And, and uh, okay. I was first connected to it just because I'm such a diehard Canucks fan. Um, and I, I played hockey up to junior and, and have followed okay. Canucks here. So when I saw that they were playing this tournament, I thought, wow, what an amazing cause. And it's, it's yeah. got meaning to me. So I played in the last one that they did before the pandemic in 2020. Right. Okay. We had such a great time. We had Cliff Ronning on our team, who actually tries. <laughs> <laughs> he actually wants to win and is a really colorful guy in the dressing room, telling all kinds of old stories. So, um, yeah, it was such a it's such a great event and for such a good cause. Right. And I've been to the games where they're also, you know, having autism awareness night and they're having kids right. on the spectrum sing the national anthem. And I just think that what the Aqualities have done with the organization has been fantastic. So unfortunately they weren't able to do it during the pandemic and this yeah, is the, like full version of it. That's back. So I got the old team together, most of the guys from a couple of years ago and we're in the process of raising money for the, for the tournament, um, November okay. 19th, 20th. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I'm just going to drop box. this stuff here. Uh, so people can follow along. Um, there's the information on the tournament. Uh, I've been researching that. And so you participated in the tournament then in 2019. And 2020, like, 2020, right before the pandemic. Oh yeah, right. That would make sense. Okay, yeah, because yeah. there wasn't any lockdown or anything at that point. Then mm -hmm. they would have canceled it for, I guess, last year. I believe it's 20, been a couple, yeah, a couple of years. 2021 and 2022, so it'll be coming this year. Yeah, yeah. I guess that yeah, because it's the same thing with the Canuck Sports Days in June. They hadn't had that for three years. Yeah, and I think charities, uh, charities in general, have suffered because they haven't been able to do these live fundraising events. Like yeah. I don't, I, I can't quite remember the numbers on the last Canucks Autism Network tournament, but I want to say they raised close to a million dollars. I could be a right. little bit off, but I seem to remember. Yeah, maybe that. we can find it because I'll while we're chatting. 
Um, so yeah, so you've got like obviously your company with the kind of work you're doing with uh, neurodiverse kids. You've connected to the autism network. You've done the tournament, um, and so I guess yeah, speak a little more about the tournament experience because it's kind of mm-hmm. like a dream experience for anybody. Uh, if you grew up yeah. in Vancouver, you're a hockey fan, you're a Canucks fan, or you're just yeah. you know you watch NHL hockey, right? And it's like oh wow, like this is you know like excuse me. Um, pretty serious event right yeah the last one was at the the ubc thunderbird stadium and i i think i showed up not knowing all of who was actually uh who the alumni were who were participating and i remember showing up and checking in at the lineup and a guy turns around in front of me and it's it's henrik sedin um checking in i said to the uh, attendant i said i think he knows where he's going (laughs) Um, well yeah i mean there's just certain people you come across like that like when i went to the sports day in June and then I don't know if I didn't look at it before my wife sent it to me, but then when I got there, the Canuck that was there is Kirk McLean. Right. So I got this really good picture, like several really good pictures with Kirk McLean. And my wife's like, why is it such a big deal? And she didn't live in Vancouver at that point. She yeah. yeah. On, so she doesn't know that part of uh, Canucks history or, and, and Canucks hockey. That was late eighties that he, he came here late. Sure you know, mid late eighties. Right. And so I watched him, uh, play. Uh, so it was kind of a big thrill for me. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it goes so far back in my family. I was born and raised in Vancouver, uh, gr- grew up, I was born in the seventies and, uh, my parents were next door neighbors to the Mackies, uh, the late great oh, Wayne Mackey, yeah. who was one of the original expansion players. So I go, my family and, and my yeah. following of the Canucks goes all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, and I was at the 2010 Olympics, and I ran into Orlan Kurdenbeck, and people wow. didn't really pay attention to him or talk to him. And I went over and talked to him, and he's like, "And he's like, how did you know who I was?" And I explained why. And then when the Canucks, uh, the next year released their 40th anniversary jersey, I had the number Kurdenbeck's number and the and the captain put on it on purpose, oh, wow. oh, right? So, so it's kind of a um, yeah. It's a, I just follow Canucks hockey as a fan, but then. I think I, I think I told you offline, my background is in like writing and copywriting and marketing, which is what I do. And I do a lot of copywriting and writing sometimes in sports, although I'm not a sports reporter or writer. Um, some of my freelance copywriting has been for sports betting and, and other kinds of sports. Right. Yeah. So uh, you can kind of bring that knowledge and experience in. Um, but yeah, no, like when I saw the tournament and I saw what you tweeted and then I read, because I, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's a CAN project. I'm like, well, we're, we're already CAN members in our family. Uh, we've been to all these events um, with my daughter and recently took her to an event for school that was a running event, but it was maybe hard for her to participate. And it mm-hmm. was basically a track and field cross-country event. Yeah, She wanted to run, but maybe she was sort of unsure about how it would work. Yeah. Um, so that's why I wanted to reach out to you. And, you know, I've been doing the podcast for a while. I, I started it because of the pandemic and I was like, you know, I'm into sports and I do sports writing for sports betting. I'm not doing it now. I'm going to start a podcast. And I'm like, well, actually it kind of makes sense to do that because of yeah. what I've done with writing. Um, and so now I'm, this is the second year I've done it and did 30 episodes last year. So I'm trying to expand it right. out. So we have like guests on and like you turn, you keep just kind of accumulating, um, that kind of momentum to have guests and to have, you know, people in the industry and instead of just me doing broadcasts. Right. So 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I want to, I want to ask you one more question as well as thank you for the time. So with the tournament, is that tournament open to the public? Cause I never heard about it. Maybe just. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me that the public came in and watched last time. So how it works is uh, you have an opening night draft where I saw that, yeah. on how much money your team is raised, you draft first through like 15 teams. So you get your alumni member on your team. And then uh, <laughs> over the course of the weekend, there's a couple games on Saturday and a game on Sunday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll just share so that. What was not... hilarious about the last time I played was you know, we had a pretty good team, sort of middle-aged to younger guys. And we had Cliff on our team and, and uh, we ran up against a team that they were taking it really seriously. So it kind of like we started off friendly and just kind of casual. And then the intensity started to pick up and Cliff oh, started yeah. to and Dave Babich was playing on the other team. I think Mason Raymond was playing in there too. And then, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden just started picking up pace. And I thought, oh my God, like this just kind of felt like a little bit of a loose scrimmage. But now this we're playing to win. <laughs> oh, wow. Cliff's, you know circling the net and he's in the phone booth behind the net trying to find it in the slot it was uh, yeah it was it was such a good experience and people do come out i know the family members come and watch and a lot of the kids that benefit from can come out and watch and there's like a beer garden in between the games and all the players right. and alumni are hanging around um, and and the whole um origin of canucks autism network is christian aquilini um that's right who, yeah that's it's fact, one of yeah. the yeah and it's his yeah. son that has it and that's how i had initially read and heard about it probably five or six years ago. Yeah. Uh, and then our daughter was diagnosed uh, or we did all the spectrum diagnosis. Yeah. Probably 2019, like right, spring right. and summer of 2019. And actually my wife's an elementary school teacher. So she okay. um, sort of knew what to expect and has dealt with lots of kids with autism in the classroom. Yeah. I think, um, I, I, I think uh, people's knowledge of, um, neurodiversity is just starting to become kind of a mainstream thing. I really do feel yeah. like it's kind of lagging behind some other social issues. And so yeah. this is like, I feel like with stuff like Ken, it's the first generation of kids that are going to grow up with their surrounding peers and people actually having a little bit more knowledge and acceptance and, and support for what autism looks like and what it means. Yeah. I've so, learned a lot in three and a half yeah. years. It's, it's a lot. places like can, I just can't say enough about their, their creating yeah. a haven for these kids. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And I, you know, I think a big part of it is, I don't want to say integration into mainstream, but I think that it is part of it as a lot of acceptance. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of getting like, as a parent of a child with autism and, you know, people say to you, is it like this big serious thing? And yeah, there are challenges, but every kid on the autism spectrum is different. And what I learned from my research was, when you've met one kid with autism, you've met one kid with autism, not 10 yep. kids with autism. Right. And so, you know, there's all these things that emerge. Right. And, um, you know, when I saw the tournament, I'm figuring out like, how can I go to it? Like, I'm going to go and support it and watch it and use my podcast as a platform to, to promote it. And, you know, I saw there's a, a luncheon, but it's quite expensive. And I'm like, I could just go to the actual tournament, um, and support it, you know, and just promote it on my podcast. You and, play Ben? I play a little bit of hockey, but I never really played ice hockey that much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely think it's open to the public. You should come watch us play. I'd love to meet you in person. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah. Same. Can, you know, I'm going to maybe think, reach. Sorry, go ahead. I think you got the website there. It's canproam.ca. Yeah, I did. I'm just going to drop it in again, Aaron. Thanks. Cause yeah, I want to, yeah. um, I want to, uh, just really, uh, promote it and, you know, it's good to meet you as well. If I ever need to put my daughter in a program, I don't know if I don't know if acting is something that she wants to do. 
but it's always good looking for activities, keep the kids busy summertime. I don't know what you guys do over the winter, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, our company mentioned Murray. We, we, uh, are doing these workshops. There are these one day, um, acting workshops and, and really it's not necessary. I mean, we're under no illusion that kids are going to come and necessarily all of a sudden want to become professional actors, but it's more like, yeah. even if a kid is just interested in the film industry, how movies are made, um, what yeah. actors do, yeah. you know, you never know when one or two of these kids kind of has the day, has the Q and a gets a bit of a spark and all of a sudden they end up as, you know, a film editor or, or right. discipline like that. Whereas otherwise right. might not have had that, um, right. know, illuminated for themselves. So there we go, guys. That's season two, episode seven of the Golden Three podcast. The Canucks program tournament starts on the. I'm just going to look at the weekend over here. It will start with draft night on Friday, November 18th at the Western Bay Shore. And a two day tournament Saturday, November 19th, Sunday, November 20th at the North Surrey Sport and Ice Complex. This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.